Good day, good day, good day. I thought you didn't get any anesthetics. What happened? I didn't. Well, you acted like you. All right, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Nikki chilling. Trend. Good day, good day. Hello, Tiani Warren. Uh, Georgette Pierre. What's going on, Georgette? I'm chilling. How are you What's feeling? A okay. Tell me uh, about this that. This is venting and vino. Yeah. <laughs> um, about to kick it off with our first segment. Air it out. <laughs> I guess Tiani got something on her mind, so we're going to let her air it out. No, I just wanted to ask her how, you know, she got her wisdom teeth taken out and she did the local... The local anesthetics, that's what they call it? Local anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how they Where go? you're just, it's numb. It was cool. I was jamming out to music. You weren't listening to anything. You just had, I mean, like, you weren't listening to what was going on. You just Oh, kinda, I heard everything. I heard ugh. the cracking. I heard, they, <laughs> and then that's what bothered me, though. I was just like, I was trying not to dance in my chair, actually. Um, oh, okay. I was too, yeah. I came in there crunk. I was excited. <laughs> she was uh, excited. Of course she would be excited. Nobody's fucking excited. To well, that was the thing. Like, I had to take myself out because this girl was crying as I was leaving. I was just like, I'm not coming She was in there crying? crying? Yeah, she well, was crying. Did she get wisdom teeth removed or did well, she get like a root the place canal? Is only, the place is only, uh, so it's surgery. So you're either getting like a couple of things from uh, that place. It's not a regular dental, uh, dental office. She was office. probably on her... Thigh. Yeah, so she, was, she, was being, she was in pain. <laughs> yeah, makeover. Yeah, I think everyone's situation is going to be different, but mine because they weren't impacted. Uh, True. Able, yeah, if, if that you're was the in pain, thing. then it probably yeah, is not I as comfortable. Um, I wasn't yeah. impacted. They, he struggled with the first one, and then the other ones came out like eh, 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 and I was, she's like, okay, you're done. <laughs> I was like, like great, eh, thanks. Eh. Like, uh, <laughs> it made me think about Gina on Fresh Prince, where she was like, here's nah, 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 with her nails. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it, man. I ain't, I ain't got nothing. That's else. good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It went so well. I had to push everyone's. Uh, uh, Let's not do this again. I already told stories. you. Out, out of my deal. head. Everybody I had some horror stories. I, give you a I funny didn't story. have any horror stories. I give you a funny story. Yeah, I the think they're hilarious. You know. I didn't have. You don't think the person I talked to. Oh, Everybody. Okay. You let you talk to other people. What is this? A whole bunch of other people that I had talked to. Everyone's other friends. Other horror stories for their wisdom teeth. Yeah, I took no pain medicine. Oh, good. No pain medicine. That's that's different. I've never heard anyone not take pain yeah, medicine. Yeah. But all right, I didn't I take, no take after my surgery either. Really? Why? Because yeah, my thing was just take it if I only if I felt. Yeah, pain. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't feel any pain. They gave me Percocet. I'm like, what am I gonna do with this? That's Percocet? like thirty five dollars a pill on the street. I, was just like, nah, I, don't want this I had so much Vicodin left, and I was like, do I turn to the streets of crime? No, I really what do I do? I was like, yo, shoes. I have a whole bottle left. No, I'm gonna dump all my shit at the end of this week. I'm like, I don't want. I don't want no problem. Be fun to get it popping. My mom was like, "Give me the bottle, please." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about uh, real air it outs now? <laughs> this is a weird episode. Okay. Well, I just want to say I felt a little sad this week because this is the first year I didn't go to Tribeca Film Festival. I always go every year since 2011 why I didn't think? you go you normally work it though right no i worked oh. it for like two or three years and then the last two i just went like i would oh, buy okay. like a ticket package that costs like ridiculous amounts of money and just go to like eight different movies and then i would regret it because i'd be like <laughs> i had to go into the city <laughs> to cast this 12 o'clock show uh, <laughs> like why did i do this no thinking? and that's why i didn't really like force myself to do it this year because last year was not worth it mm. like i probably liked maybe two out of the eight movies i saw that's and, I felt or about. two out of the seven and then i i missed one because i was tired of it and that's when i tried to like give it to georgia or something and i was like you want to go see this movie <laughs> that's how i feel about comic-con this year i'm not going yeah mm-hmm. 
I, I just couldn't do it. But then I still feel like this void because I've been doing it for so long. Because then, I was you, like, think, then you think the one you miss is like probably the most popular that. one. It's probably so Exactly. Lit. So yeah. just seeing the pictures and like this year at Tribeca, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and it's probably not. It's probably a good decision. But it just, you know, hurt a LA little. LA 92 came out of Tribeca. Hmm? about the la riots in 1992 did it, it yeah it, um they see actually showed it over the weekend at National i didn't Geographic. i looked all through that film guide to make sure there wasn't that one yeah. movie that i really had to see <laughs> well, that's i don't what they remember had that one National geographic and was listed on the top tribeca film festival damn um, I, right no maybe i did see that you know what i did i, I feel like they've done documentaries it, yeah they've done like a million i feel like on mm-hmm. LA National geographic no, LA riots in general. Oh, I have like a million documentaries. This one seemed like it was really trending on and Twitter. And to be honest, like one thing I learned for going for five years is every single documentary that's shown is going to be seen on TV in like a month or two. What, from Tribeca? No, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So you're like you right. pay like $38 to go see this <laughs> for the opening and then you're going to see it like is tomorrow. Is that just for that movie? <laughs> huh? Is it just $38 certain, for certain, one? Like, the gala screenings are like 30 something dollars. Um, like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt premiered at yeah. Tribeca. That ticket's oh, probably like $37. I'm like, this is going to be on Netflix. <laughs> and, like, and I'm going to pay $37 just to say I was there with Were the, the people there? Like, That's what it is. Uh, it's like the leads are there. It's the premiere. That's like, worth it then. Yeah, it depends it on how much you like it. It's also like a, what, is it an hour long show or 30 minutes? Oh, 30 minutes. Exactly. So you just paid all the money to sit down <laughs> for 30 minutes. And see a some- minute. <laughs> I think I just grew up like before I was like very like celebrity driven like gotta see I gotta see this person not to say that if James Franco had another movie out I wouldn't have gone to see it because I definitely <laughs> that's my weakness I was like oh James Franco's at Tribeca I gotta buy eight tickets like I just, yeah. <laughs> really James Franco no yeah I've had like a lifelong crush on not lately because like he looks like he hasn't showered in a few days he's just you know he's aging he's getting weirder are you like into <laughs> da- are you into his younger brother dave now you just switch i him used up? to like dave franco but now he's married and sh- like he's engaged so it's not fun well it's funny because <laughs> i didn't realize that was his brother and i've seen him so many they look movies. so much alike they yeah, look alike but i don't think you would out. know yeah you would yeah, know they called it out, you saw him on the street sense. you wouldn't be like he's like probably related? more normal yeah yeah he looks a little different too he's a little different but anyway i feel like this is gone forever but yeah I'm gonna try to go to Tribeca next year. They got yeah, some good. Yeah. Um. So this has nothing to do with my air it out. But last week we were talking about how Jesse Williams uh, is getting divorced, and you were like super happy about it. Oh no, I heard some shit though. Later. Right, right. <laughs> um, me too. So like he's linked to Minka. What is Minka it? Kelly? Minka Kelly. And he's like apparently built her for Balog, and then he yeah, decided to get. Yeah. He's divorced. a fuck boy. He's a woke fuck boy. <laughs> y'all are y'all are gonna love the rumors though. It's rumors, yeah. It's rumors, but it's, it's interesting rumors. that rumors. that's the kind of rumor I'm he would be wrapped up in. But anyway, remember that stupid ass song by Lindsay Lohan? No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> to air it out. Um, first of all, shout out to Pop Dukes. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday. My dad's birthday is on Sunday. Oh, look at that! Almost birthday buddies. But uh, by the time you hear this, it won't be his birthday anymore. <laughs> um, and I want to give a shout out to all Uh-oh. the so celebrities who are now on this <laughs> natural is beauty untouched photos thing that everybody's are we talking on. about kim kardashian 
I think it's dope. <laughs> Oh, okay. All these chicks got cellulite and stress marks and shit. And That's important. I think that everybody, I think it's dope that they just are releasing all these untouched photos. And it doesn't make me feel bad at all. It actually makes me feel really good about myself. So shout out That's to That's good. I feel like it's a shame. Like all these like modeling agencies just pretty much warped everybody's mind into thinking that, oh, stretch marks only come when you have babies. It's like, no, it's just literally like your skin's elasticity. <laughs> like we're changing weight quickly or even all these chicks that are getting surgery mm-hmm. to like look a certain way. Yeah. They still got, <laughs> you still, they don't, they don't go away. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, yeah, I saw the Kim Kardashian thing and I was like, okay, what the fuck's the big deal? And then, of course, you know, I live for comments. And everybody's comment was <laughs> like, oh, that's does. what she gets for spending all this money on surgery. Oh, my gosh, she looks terrible. Oh, my God, that's so disgusting. I'm like, but even on her worst day, she still looks better than, <laughs> than all the people that are talking about shit. So kudos to her. Whether she has surgery or not, she probably did. I'm not She mad still at looks her. really good. So anybody fat shaming is hating. So I'm not mad. But I just think it's dope that everybody's riding this. Look at my natural flaws vibe. It's making me feel good it's about positive. myself. So thanks, guys. Positive. Thanks. I'm sorry. I thought it, your thing was going to be negative. It just it started out like it was going to be like, I just want to shout I out. Just, <laughs> but I, I know I started with the Jesse Williams day. I just needed to let you know that before I forgot. Yeah. Because I read it. I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. There was like a source that said that he wants to be the hot single guy in the industry. And I was like, oh, no, Jesse. <laughs> I was like, don't be a fuck boy. Don't. Oh. Uh, you know, he's got those light eyes. It was oh, rap. my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that that's air right out. Jetty doesn't have it yeah. air out. I mean, I don't. The only thing, two things I, I thought about, uh, they announced uh, the lineup for Made in America. I know you were talking Ooh, about they it. Oh, they did. going? They did Jay-Z and J. Cole, uh-huh. September 2nd to se- September, September 2nd and 3rd. And if you have title, Pre-sale you can buy your tickets tomorrow. now. Oh. You can actually buy your tickets now if you have title. Okay. Um... And then the Met Ball is happening by the time they get here the show. It will happen. have happened. What exactly happens at the Met Ball? The, or excuse me, the Met Gala. It's in a oh, tours. Um, they walk around in costumes. It's a theme. It's a fashion. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a theme every year. Do they year. raise money for it? Like, yeah. What's yeah, yeah. The, I think it's a charity. And then the theme um, it's, becomes an exhibit in the actual museum. And I've seen it. And so... Uh, so they they do raise money. I mean, she charges anyone tour invites who she wants to invite. It's the 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 list like the most exclusive fashion event. Yeah, I just never knew honored. What, yes. what happened? It's right on Museum Row, um, on the other side of Central Park. I so. think I'm gonna go crash it. I'm gonna crash the red carpet. Yeah, I mean, I you could probably it. stand next to it and look at people. <laughs> you don't have to crash it. I'm sure this more, it's more fun. It creates yeah. a better story. Be like, so I crashed the Met Gala red carpet yeah and, you know I'm you, curious curious you got swiftly it. escorted off <laughs> actually once upon a time ago i got onto the press red carpet for the mtv movie awards or music awards when it was at rockefeller rockefeller center when it had just oh came yes yeah don't ask me how but i was dead ass in the press line and i was mad quiet <laughs> you would have to. Be. Like, I was not sure. Bring no attention. I don't even know how I got behind be. that line. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow, security is a little security. off that. Security. <laughs> that uh, so. That's funny. Okay. Cool. Boop, boop, boop. I guess on to pop culture things. Yeah. All right. So we're back with pop culture things slash current events. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't event. call like a political story pop culture thing. Isn't it a I like it. part of pop culture though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pop culture things, like if you're talking about a shooting, just sounds like fucked up. 
Doesn't it? Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a Twitter poll on that. <laughs> All right, guys. So we've been talking a lot about um, tone deaf ads. We had the Pepsi ad from a couple weeks ago. Um, now we have what people are saying is Heineken's answer to that Pepsi ad. Um, people have described it as being a more constructive and positive answer to that ad. And according to Washington Post, the Heineken ad is a part of the Open Your World campaign, and it tries to showcase people from different walks of life coming together in the spirit of harmony. So let me break down the Heineken ad's concept for you all. Um, there's three pairs that are being assigned to work together to do icebreakers, building like Ikea-like furniture. They have to like have these different tasks of like building things. So there's a black feminist and a uh, white, like he's like far right, and he believes that feminism is like man-hating. So they're paired together. Um, and then a, client, a climate change skeptic and an environmental activist are also paired together. Then we have a transgender military vet um, or military vet, veteran woman and a man who thinks that transgenderism is not right and they're paired together. But the thing is, they work together doing all these, I think it's like three different tasks and they work together not knowing any their views on any of these things. Um, so at the end, when they successfully complete all the tasks, I think the last one is like, we have to build this bar to, yeah. so that we can drink the beer at the end. Um, they watch these videos of each other expressing their polarizing views. So for example, the trans woman watches as her partner states, you're a man, be a man, or you're a female, be a female. So he's like going in on like how trans being a transgender is wrong completely wrong and like i think he says like calls him it and all that stuff like very disrespectful yeah thing. and they I had just had a little bit they <laughs> just had like a moment of like oh my god like you're you're in the military oh great thank you for your service <laughs> I, know. I, I cringed i was like <laughs> oh then oh. like right after that heineken's like but watch this so video <laughs> do you still you think, like you, you think you know but you have no idea yeah. basically yeah. and oh, like yeah. you know and then like the black feminist sees him the far right anti feminism guy being like oh if you're a woman you know you're there to make right babies and stuff like that everything's and like, black and white really but life isn't um, black and white yeah so just after viewing these videos they had to decide if they want to chat and talk about their differences over a heineken of course or leave just leave of course all three of them decide to stay and have a productive conversation and then it ends with the Heineken logo and open your mind, open your world. <laughs> I like how I like how the last I think it was the last guy is just like, yeah, let's just exchange numbers so we can just keep in touch. And the whole time I'm thinking that is that the one, the happen. transgender woman in the, um, it, the guy? it might have been. I don't. But I just remember thinking that there's there's, there's no way that happen. you don't think that <laughs> they claim it's real people that Here, were here's why, like, they're not actors. Here's why I think it's shit. <laughs> Okay, let's go. If I see a bunch of people fail at an like an attempt to to do something like this, obviously I'm gonna figure out how to get it right. Exactly, you're gonna find the people that else's failures. But not only that, like they're not gonna show you a real reaction to someone. But they should fuck this. They should, (laughs) but they're not. Yeah, not gonna do that. That'd be crazy. Like, why Mm -hmm. would they show that side? They're obviously only gonna show the positive, and that's if it's real people. Yeah, because I personally don't. You don't think believe that it's real. I mean, they always put like these people are not actors on all those commercials where it's supposed to be like a realistic reaction. Oh, did this one have that? I don't think I saw that, but like, it's hard to tell with this. Yeah, 
because a lot of brands are fighting to be the better Pepsi. And yeah. so it's just like, okay, you're doing that. I mean, I didn't see anything wrong with, with what Heineken did, but it was just a long ad to get that point across. Yeah. Um, and so it it's worked. not something that's going to be on TV. Right. It's something that worked in the digital space. Yes. But it could also have been, it was risky in the sense of like people actually watching the whole four and a half minutes. Yeah. I um, mean, I was entertained. I wanted to see what happened. Once yeah, they I think, <laughs> well, I only watched it because, because you all, you had mentioned it and, and people like half marketing experts tell you why it worked. And then there may have been some slight critiques, but, um, that's the only thing that brought to my attention because otherwise I don't think I would have sat and volunteered to watch a four and a half. I forgot. I think someone posted on Facebook and I kept seeing it a yeah, couple times. So, so I, think, I was like, all I right, think, let me um, watch this. I think, I mean, listen, I don't think Heineken did anything wrong, but I, I don't necessarily know if that's a, a realistic depiction of what could happen or what can really happen. You know, because some of the comments on that, um, the article, I forgot what article I was reading from. Hold on. It's, um, it was on the Washington Post. Um, someone was like, well, why don't you, why don't you all bring up more conservative, um, topics or discussions and, mm-hmm. and you know and is, so it just is, i think it just depends is heineken like a part of coca-cola yeah is it oh how is convenient it? is it <laughs> i don't know i, don't I feel know. like aren't they like let's look this up well, there, here's a, another view. Um, it's called Here's Why the Heineken Ad is Worse Than the Pepsi Ad. And it was <laughs> written by um, Dee Dee Delgado, who's a contributor to Huffington Post. Uh, she said, the commercial is the worst type of propaganda. It tricks you into thinking social problems can be resolved if only people tolerate their oppression just a little while longer. It pushes the idea that bigotry, sexism, and transphobia are just differences of opinion that are up for debate and deserving of civil discourse and equal consideration. And it makes folks think that four-minute commercials are a viable way to address social ills that corporations have no interest in fixing. Yeah. So she does have a good argument. And I thought about it. I was like, you know, you're right. Like, they kind of normalize, um, like, the fact that that guy is, like, so anti-transgender. Like, he's a, they're just like, oh, you know, people think this way. But maybe if you talk about it, like, it's like it's not that easy to just but talk is, about it. Isn't it? kind of just easy to have a conversation with someone i mean no because some people really like so if you're like really like into something like that you're not it's gonna be hard to change somebody's mind about what you believe and something like you're so anti-transgender all of a sudden you're gonna drink a beer with this person you just met today and you had a great time building bars and now you're like but the realistic response was yeah. if he really walked away that i actually was like oh that's real that was a right. real reaction but when he was like no i'm just kidding i was just like oh yeah man. like if they if somebody had like had a natural reaction of i need to at least think go that take a breather or something believable. and then they came back and was like you know what i'm just you know but for everybody to be like no it's yeah, let's do <laughs> You're just like, Oh, to on. answer your question, Heineken is not owned by anybody. It's a Heineken International. Just, okay, um, okay. Um, I don't know because I feel like here's if I have like a problem with like if I have ops, opposite um, position on something with somebody, mm-hmm. I could still like them as a person, but obviously we have differences about that. And I think sometimes it's hard to just have the conversation. Like if you're like your sister, for example, she's like, no, this is what it is. And if you're constantly surrounded by people like that, then yeah, you're never, how could you ever have a conversation with somebody who's gay or anything like that mm-hmm. to try and see a different light? You may not still agree with it, but maybe understand it a little bit more. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like I feel this whole, like every, every fucking commercial is trying to be political or want to make a change. Like, let's be real. Stick to whatever the fuck it is. You guys know, let's leave all mm-hmm. of that out of it. But to raise a point of 
starting a conversation that it is possible. Like if you were in a bar and you're just chatting up somebody, you don't know what they're what their beliefs or their political views are until that conversation comes up. That's true. But it's kind of like everything that leads up to that can definitely like throw like could either interest you to learn why this person thinks like that or just like totally turn you off to it. But it depends on who the person is. Like if it's a hothead who's like, no, this is what it is. Good. They were built. They were making it seem like that guy who was like the far right anti-feminism. Like that's like he should almost not want to be in the same room with her if he's like that. Like, you know, and it seemed like he was willing to like, but he, there's you also know, work with them. her. Like, <laughs> exactly. But that's what I'm saying. That's why the whole thing could be viewed as like, you know, to set up like it's not that real or whatever. I think I want to give them. I think it was a good attempt to have more of a conversation than, of course, the Pepsi ad. But I can see why some people are like, yeah, but this doesn't solve anything. Like, it's not really doing that much better. But I don't think it's worse than the Pepsi ad. I don't know if I agree with I that statement. Think, I don't think it's worse than the Pepsi ad, but I don't think it's any... I don't think it's any better or any, any worse. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. Okay. I just sat through four minutes of this. Yeah. I remember being at a bar with a bunch of friends and this one guy that we were talking to, he was Spanish. He was in the service and he had mentioned how he's a Republican. And my friend went off the hint. She's like, how could you be a Republican? They don't. And she's like, I was already like six drinks deep and she was still arguing with this guy about whatever. But at the end of it, it was kind of like, oh, well, okay. Like, yeah. Well, but I just thought it was fascinating. She just went in on this dude though. <laughs> like, yeah. She, Immediately. Ah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, but he, and he was very calm. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't go irate on her. But I, I, that's what I think about when it, when I see things like that, like it's so easy just to go off the hinge, but if you can have a conversation with somebody and not convince them to change their views, but give them an understanding then maybe it's not, maybe it's not as hard as everybody thinks, you know, mm -hmm. to start the conversation. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, it's not realistic. I think, um, I just think you know, brands don't have to necessarily be this blanket, um, solution to all these problems that are happening. It's okay. Don't try to be the next new anything. Just, yeah, just I think do it. People continue to follow the trend or even the the the, the direction of what Coca Cola was doing. People were in a fun environment, having fun. Like, why does this still have to be serious? Yeah, and I think that was that. I think that's to me that's the first thing that came to mind when I saw Heineken. I, I, I saw the ad. I was just like, okay, cool. But this is a long fucking ad. Yeah, and I don't want to sit and watch <laughs> this for four and a half minutes. By the way, I still drink Pepsi. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's no point in not drinking Pepsi. I still, Pepsi. I still took people, Uber. People, I that I don't. Do. I mean that uh, I, I still that, do. I, I, I still do. But I mean, but they're I publicly <laughs> losing money, and people have have it, it's been yeah. mentioned that they're I losing. I don't know. How do you feel? I mean, I quick use, mention. How do you feel about Shea Moisture? Do I still use my Shea Moisture oh, conditioner. No, no, I don't listen. I supported Shea Moisture <laughs> when it was only in a little section in Target. And so, listen, they they realize where they effed up. And I think with any brand, I think and and I think we need to be considerate women of color especially we just need to be considerate like we sometimes get caught up in like only we can use it and we should only target to by us. the way I think the when, you, when you make money you gotta you gotta expand but i think it should have been they should have created a whole bunch more people oh, in the ad uh, yeah with that. i actually was surprised the creative was director is white guys so, <laughs> wait, the creative director of shame is white I, I i get what they were trying to do they were trying to appeal to a bigger audience because sometimes the, the that's where some Unfortunately, that's where the queens are. Right? Yeah, but they would have been okay but, if they had just mixed oh, up absolutely. the group of girls. Uh, right. Absolutely. <laughs> that's absolutely. all they but, like, I don't think Shane all Walsh the is people, going to take a hit. 
Yeah. But all the people who were like, oh my God, I'm never using Shea Moisture again. Like someone yeah, actually that, that posted. It had to be that extreme. Someone actually posted their garbage can filled with like all their Shea Moisture. Yeah. And I was like, bitch, please. That is all full. I know you spent mad money on right. all those products. Don't even try to come over here talking no, about it. We finished I, the product. Uh, yeah, like don't <laughs> no, even try I mean, to And then get people were keeping it real. They were like, listen, um, I think this commercial is terrible, but if y'all have a sale, I'm going to Yeah, some people up. were very honest. And I, w- I looked they at my definitely. Shea Moisture conditioner and I thought to myself, I said, mm, I'm still gonna use it. It works really good. Well, on my no, hair. they they <laughs> I'm listen. Not gonna stop they've using come it. a long way with the the the, the product line. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm excited. There's stuff with coconut oil mixed mm-hmm. in it. There's stuff with, you know. Um, so sorry, I didn't. It's, it's just listen, <laughs> I didn't cancel it from my. They life. fucked up this one time. They acknowledged it, yeah, and, they and listen, they know better next time. But I think we we I don't think we should necessarily jump down their throats because they were trying to appeal to a demographic that's also supporting them as well or giving them money. Um, but I don't know if I would have put a, a white girl in there. Talking you know, about, oh my yeah, God, my yeah, hair is a journey. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If that, yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, uh. Huh. I was like, okay. <laughs> the next story, Fire Festival, uh, spelled F-Y-R-E, I'm sure. I was saying that name uh, so wrong. Oh, like, fiery, like, fiery. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, first of all, that's not how you spell fire. I don't Yo, understand I to spell it the fire. right way. Oh, maybe Those it's not fire. Right? Is it fire? I'm, fiery. I've been saying Fire Festival. But um, but it's funny when someone sent me the link to this before you all sent me the link, I didn't know anything about it. The yeah, moment I, I was like online, reading, it was, it was so flooded. funny. But more oh stuff my. kept coming out as I was seeing it because I was supposed to be shout out to two dope boys. We're supposed to be talking about it when I record with them this week. But so Fire Festival was um or it was this festival it was supposed to be the first annual um, co-founded by Ja Rule the rapper and um, you a been tech like, entrepreneur nope. Billy McFarland <laughs> and so right so so for those that may not know fire came from I'm, I'm saying fire it's um it's a dis, it's a um, district in uh, this excluded part of the Bahamas the Exuma Islands and so <clears throat> the district is called fire FYRE and so there was supposed to be this luxurious festival it was supposed to be the you know the creme of the creme you know uh beyond Coachella and people would pay between two thousand and twelve thousand dollars for a ticket to fly. <laughs> but who was the, the headliner sh- though? Blink one eighty two. <laughs> and so but but there was actually going digging deeper in some of the other articles, yeah, yeah. Kanye West actually was supposed to be oh, he was, all, all, the festival, all but of the they never people. came back up. Kendall had announced him like back in February. Okay. All of the and then Blink one eighty two and A so. plus people, all the it people were like posting about it, yeah. promoting right. it. And so it was just basically supposed to be a luxury a luxury weekend concert in the Bahamas and um, you'll find op-ed pieces, people's tweets, and it's apparent, it ended up being a shit show. Um, they definitely didn't... Well, the, the the irony was, and reading from people that are from the Bahamas, the, the local people didn't know anything about this festival. And so <laughs> so that was what the telltale sign was, oh right? God. So all these people were coming from, from America to the Bahamas, and um, they basically didn't have... Um, anything. anything prepared. They didn't have anything prepared, <laughs> but there's different stories from people that didn't sign an NDA that were writing about it, uh, this one girl wrote about it, I think, on Refinery29. I forgot what the outlet was. She was saying um, she knew a weekend um, that she was the talent producer and they didn't have money to pay the, the artists. And so she ended up quitting. Um, and then there was more stories that the 300 people that they hired for the event were more than the people that came. But they weren't paying those people. So those people essentially weren't working. And that's the reason why there wasn't anything set up and all this other And they claimed was, that they were going to have this fancy cuisine prepared yeah, by... Oh, my God. Star. You saw that tweet? But it was like... It was, it was like... A cheese sandwich and salad. salad. It was but so the gross. Thing was, the thing that I read was, um, I think it was New York Daily News, was that uh, 
his contract, like Star the catering group, catering group, their contract was terminated April second. So like, they oh. were never like all these things like they started said that falling they were using apart a early. Local caterer that mm. obviously did not work out. Yeah. Well. Oh, so there was more headliners. It was a uh, Pusha T, Migos, Disclosure. Major Lazer. I thought Disclosure was on retirement for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably they, they were. Yeah, made America. <laughs> but so, especially, you know, a lot of people that can They have relief tents. <laughs> yeah, and so, Luxury so you, have, you know, like Bella Hadid distanced herself from it. And all these people were like, if I knew it was going to be a disaster, well, of course you didn't know. You, you got paid to market it. And so, now, I mean, but they knew beforehand that not, because apparently Ja Rule and Billy McFarlane called all their famous friends and told them. Don't come because it's gonna be a shit show. Did so, they? Yeah. Is that is that allegedly? What's allegedly? Okay. Yeah. So well, like now there's a lawsuit by one of the <laughs> the, the, the celebrity attorney who mm-hmm. represents Chris Brown. I think Mark Garagos. Um, they're suing all the ticket buyers. Um, are suing collectively for a hundred million dollars for a hundred million dollars against mm-hmm. Ja Rule and and um, Billy McFarlane. He said it's and, not his fault though. Ja Rule said it wasn't his. But fault. He, if he's a yeah, partner so this, in this, it, this, you this were like. My thing. I don't do that. <laughs> Uh, your name was attached and I think the interesting thing was the moment I saw Ja Rule's name I was just like that's interesting um, <laughs> right like why did everybody pay all this money funny but that's not that's not um, that's not excitement for me that's not incentive that's what I was looking for exactly. I, but that's not an incentive tell me Rihanna's gonna be there she's attached to it tell me something I actually like um, and, and that's worthwhile exactly. not everybody, I've never heard Ja Rule put any product type of event on beyond not everybody could mm-hmm. be a Jay-Z like unfortunately yeah not definitely not Ja Rule <laughs> yeah, not everybody can pull this shit together. Now, unfortunately, if your name is attached to it, you better have a fucking good lawyer to be like, my client had nothing to do with this. Because your name is like heavily attached to it. Mm-hmm. You are going down as well as this other guy who's like a millionaire, right? Yeah, and he apparently had other failed projects businesses. too why yeah. would you go into business with somebody who has continuous fail <laughs> i mean or job? if you are yeah. gonna do a festival <laughs> maybe do it on a smaller scale not on a secluded island in the fucking well, bahamas it, it was the like, idea of what they were charging i think that was the ridiculousness of it and they're, it, so they're trying to hype up next year you're not going to get anybody next year no you're definitely not and if, if, and if, if there was an inkling of a chance that they were to get away with next year yeah. there's gonna have to be insurance certificates and things of like Proof that they're actually paying people. There's just a lot more. They may things. have to take photos and like yeah, it's just, post it not, on social no media every day. I don't think they're going to be able to get through. They're not going to be able to do this again. So, yeah, Absolutely I mean the airports not. were jam packed and they had to cancel people's people flights. People were stuck on the tarmac. Yeah. They couldn't leave Miami or they couldn't leave the. Once but they got there, they couldn't leave. Let's the, talk about the people <laughs> that even spent that type of money to go to a, uh, yeah. a weekend like that. Mm-hmm. You've never heard of this festival <laughs> in, in your entire fucking I mean, life. How did? Because I did not hear about this festival either, but it must have been some fucking where that hundreds of people were showing up. And I've never heard of the festival until Friday. That's the thing. Like, no one's heard of it. It But it could be. I also don't follow any of the people that were promoting it. True. That's that's true. Definitely not following Jarul. Jarul. Yeah. Definitely not following Jarul. Yeah. Um, definitely not following Kendall Jenner, his, Bella. Who or, are um, his Ja Rule's rich friends? Yeah, exactly. How did, <laughs> he, <laughs> how did he even pull all those like models to be like, oh yeah, Ja Rule's festival? They got paid. <laughs> Yo, they spent all their money on the promotion, I guess. Yeah, I just listen, I don't get it. I don't feel sympathy. Listen, if you're attached to it, you you gotta own it. If if if, if <laughs> you're the festival 
organizer along with your your business partner you have to own it don't say it wasn't your fault and he said it's not a scam i'm like yeah "Yeah, you kind of scam people out of their money a little bit well listen i get i i i I wouldn't believe it's a scam but you all were ill-prepared and out of all people jaru you're an artist you went on tours you understand the level of 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 of, preparation um, preparation is needed for this type of stuff Mm -hmm. and if you don't remember hire a company that does that and that has I a think, good track honest, record I think, they picked, I, picked, I think they picked the wrong island i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the bahamas but the bahamas being so secluded and 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 and, and just i don't think it, it, it was was able to hold that many people to begin with you don't go to a place that may not i don't know what the 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 island didn't they say they had it before did i oh, misread that this is supposed to be the first annual first and the last were like we didn't know anything about it and they were trying to, the people were, they were trying to blame the locals they were like we didn't know anything about it and they were like oh this is typical they 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 find an island invite americans and only hire the locals to work it versus attend it that was yeah. that's what someone had said from yeah that makes sense okay, i just think american that, that an that. island so beautiful like that you you leave it as is and you come to destroy it with 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 these people and 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 porta potties and to camp, camp, camp like, camping tents that are supposed to be luxurious villas, yeah, <laughs> and their transportation stupid. with so, like anywho. school buses. Anywho, yeah, so fire festival. <laughs> Stay. Be, wasn't that fire? It wasn't that you, fire? You've been warned. Be mindful of <laughs> these first annual events that are costing you oh, so much. Oh yeah, because I did read somewhere. What yeah, because like it was round trip bankrupt. Paying for a ticket to yeah. go. So that's a, now so that's like, real dumb. Fiscal, At least you have the money to blow. The ticket buyers, how like, why would you spend that much irresponsible money? Irresponsible, are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah somebody was crying. They were like, "Oh, I know everybody's making fun of all these trust fund babies, like paying money on this on these tickets." But there's this one guy I spoke to who actually went bankrupt. I was I like, "Actually, sorry he's dumber." Yeah. yeah. Also, like, am I supposed to feel bad for his <laughs> life savings on this Blink 182 ticket? No, I don't feel bad. Yeah, I'm not. Maybe he's a diehard. But the thing is, I wouldn't travel see them in like fucking America, right. New Jersey. <laughs> I would not pay to go see these people overseas. In I paid like twenty dollars over somebody to have an extra ticket. You want to go see Blink One Eighty Two? I'm like, all right. I, I mean, listen, I'm gonna take a flight to it. I gotta really be like into <laughs> what's right. happening. I agree because yeah. they have felt like EDCs in Puerto Rico and they have like stuff overseas in London, like uh, I don't but, know, yeah, like, in Belgium and shit like that. And from what I see, it looks mad popping. But am I gonna pay a ticket plus a ticket to the concert plus hotel to fucking be in Belgium to see a festival like that? No. But there's a reason why artists go back to the same cities overseas for concerts. It can handle that type of uh, capacity. I mm-hmm. just don't think where they thought where they pulled they didn't pull it. I just don't think they they picked the they right area. They also blamed area. it on hurricane warnings or some I don't huge think they picked the right area. Of, I, was like, I just I don't. I'm curious <laughs> what the, the, the island was for Oh that my area, god, so. how was the concert? Terrible. It was terrible, Susan. Uh, nothing happened. I had a terrible <laughs> time, Susan. So, Look at me. They kept me describing it as Lord of the Flies because, you know. Or, uh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Oh my god, yo, I saw a picture of that sandwich. I almost threw up. I was like, yeah. that the is. The cheese, they didn't even get the best cheese. They didn't even warm it up. <laughs> well, yeah. It was just cold. Anywho. <laughs> grilled cheese, story? at least. Yeah. Well, another fun story. Um, sarcasm, sarcasm, sarcasm. Guys, I don't don't do this. This is not recommended at all. Uh, this new sex trend is called stealthing. So it's basically when in the middle of intercourse, the gentleman takes the condom off and continues to have sex without the partner knowing that he has removed said condom. I don't know why this is a trend, because. There's a lot of variables that can happen, like STDs and pregnancy and stuff like that. 
So um, Alexandra Broski is arguing that when a man secretly secretly removes um, his condom in the middle of sex, it's a form of sexual assault and should be treated as such. And then uh, the article basically goes on to say how it should be considered rape because if the partner doesn't know about it and isn't consenting to it, then you do it in a sneaky way and they probably would tell you no if you wanted to have sex without a condom. Again, gentlemen, do not do this. Well, apparently anybody. there's an online community that encourages men to it's do so this. Isn't there an online community for everything? Yeah, no. <laughs> but it's just such a weird thing to be like, hey, guys, we need to spread our seed. Make sure you take your condom off. And, the, and then that doesn't even make sense if it's like, you know, gay sex. sex you're just spreading your Like, yeah. you're just being so terrible. So in January... Like, that's just, so they want to make this a law. So even though there's a law against rape, they're not really considering this particular trend to be a law because it's not violent. Mm -hmm. But in Switzerland, the court convicted a man of rape because he took his condom off in the without telling his partner. And the court con considered that if he would have done that and asked the woman, the woman would have said no. So the fact that he did it without her consent mm -hmm. is basically rape. Which... I agree. Makes I mean, sense. I don't yeah, understand why does. that's not. <laughs> but I mean, sometimes I, you can't prove you got raped by your husband if that's how you feel that way. So like for this, it's like, but how do you know? Are you sure that you didn't want him to take off the con? Can you imagine trying yeah. to prove this point? Like, no, I just I always blaming just, women. So well, that's it is, a very. But they said she recommended um, Alexandra Bosky recommended that this would just need to be a new statute since there's nothing that covers stealthing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But let, let let's see how far that goes. I just think it's. I, I think it's, it's, it's selfish. It's horrible. It's, it's, it's very selfish. As a whole, guy, though, right? It's, all the, it's the whole Why? male supremacy. <laughs> exactly. It's just... Yeah, they said it derives from like male supremacy, just like... Men like, like, the need that they could be violent and, and do whatever they want. Well, but they're saying this is not technically a violent thing but like my thing is like, why? Why would you want to risk that? If you're having sex with somebody you really don't know, it's, why would you... She could have... She can have anything. <laughs> you're just pretty Yeah, that's just dangerous like for like from your from the male perspective, like you could get something. Your dick could fall off. Like if like, you're just <laughs> <laughs> Like what are you doing? So like stupid. why would you want to do that? Well see, this is what she came this is from the Huffington Post. Um so she she noted Broski noted one can note that proponents of stealthing root their support in an ideology of male supremacy in which violence is a man's natural right. So, uh, being violent in, is anybody's right. It's not just a man thing. Uh, what? Well, I, nobody's right that. to be We're violent against somebody right. else. Well, no, I'm not saying, but it's not just a guy. Like that's yeah. just a human thing. Like if you're a violent person, male, female, it doesn't matter. You're a violent person. Yeah. Well, I don't. But I don't think they're saying it in that regards. Men have always in, in history. Men have always put like, their hands on women and take what's mine. This is right, my so property. I do whatever the same I want. Way. They don't see that as as um violent or uh as as an issue it's well, just like this community feels like this is their right, right to do right. this i think that's what she's more so saying it's just yeah. the fact that they they feel like i mean if you are when you're living in a, high, uh, a patriarchal society as a man you feel like you could do anything and 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 do you're not you're you could do anything that you want and and not get punished for it and so essentially stealthing is the same way you know it's just it's 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 just a microcosm of 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 male supremacy or the ideology of male supremacy, yeah. and 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 add white male to that, and then it's something completely different. Mm -hmm. um, well, they did say they were um, 
successfully able to convict someone of this very act in switzerland yeah so it's but switzerland we're talking about yeah i know the, the but they just, they put that in the article to let you know that like it's yeah. possible to prove this as a case of rape but i mean in the u.s it's probably it's, gonna think, be I don't know, I, this is the first time i've heard I'm this term in like, knowing how they were able to pr- prove it yeah i mean that would be interesting because it, and this sounds so terrible, but I don't know if you guys ever saw the video of the Uber driver who the passenger was yeah. like, "Yeah, if you don't do this, I'm telling everybody you're going to rape me. And so like that right there is just terrible on so many aspects because yeah. that makes it like a joke when people who are, are really raped. Exactly. And they don't want to come forward. And it makes it hard for people to believe. So in this situation, like if you're dealing with someone crazy and they're like, oh, my God. You just stealth me. <laughs> like, how do you? Yeah. But that may be not what the situation was. Then how do you go about proving that? Well, I I would think that the woman would have been in court. Right. That's the, what I'm, I'm yeah, just like interested to know, yeah. like how if it, it if it does become a part of um, uh, the law, then w- how would you how do you go about proving that? Yeah. And, uh, and that's why like because rape is like if, if a husband was to rape a wife his wife and the wife goes to the hospital and like i was raped there's ways to show that because it is aggressive and if you're fighting back like you have those marks but in this particular situation like how do you i don't know i think i'm gonna read more about the case because now i'm interested to know like how would you go about proving that yeah so that you you don't have a bunch of people like oh my god like i was having sex with him and then he took off the condom when it may that may have actually not been the case yeah I don't know. It's a very, it's a very interesting conversation. It's the whole thing. Like even with the woman, Alexandra Brodsky, she was just saying like, she's gotten a lot of calls from people who are like, I don't even know if I, is it rape? Like, I don't, I'm not sure. I just know that I feel violated because I told him not to do that. And he did it. Then that's right. So like, like told him not like let's i don't want condomless sex and he still was like all right like i don't care so but but, but then like put it on in the beginning or he put it and then he took it off it's like yeah that's definitely like most people don't know if that's considered rape they just know that they felt weird about that situation so like it's the whole conversation is she's trying to let you know that in her opinion it should be considered rape yeah because if you say because if you said like no like yeah i want to do this with you but with protection right you start off with that that, and then you're like no i absolutely agree yeah you said motherfucker this is how we're gonna do it anything less than that i didn't know there was a term for it i just remember someone telling me the story that with them and i was just like she probably just alexander probably just made that up for the article like the journal that she published yeah. it isn't also like possible for condoms to come off if they're the wrong well, that's, size that's different like that's an accident taking it yeah right. <laughs> but then in that case you just yeah you, you pull it out right yeah in the woman's body you i just mean pull it out. if you if you're in it right you're in it you're in it if you're in it and you're like (laughs) yeah oh my god and you're just like you just keep going right until it's done and then you realize oh no that's why it was so good (laughs) yeah you're like i don't know why is you're the resident man here i don't know why would you like to get on the mic it's still intentional that's happened to me before so i'm like okay so first things first i wanted to say this the entire time right (laughs) sexual education this is really goes back to sexual education and like knowing that sometimes the condom that you're using you may so a lot of people you know they try to take off off condoms because i they don't they feel like they don't feel anything and b they get may get the wrong size it's too tight you know sometimes that sometimes that magnum gold package look a little appealing maybe i just don't fit you bruh 
You know, if it falls off, if your condom falls off when you are fully erect (laughs) while you are having sex, that was a bag. That was not not a condom. (laughs) So thus, you probably shouldn't be using that. Um, But now, stealthing is is crazy. Like you said, you kind of knew somebody who had told you a story Mm -hmm. like that. I know somebody. I've known multiple people have said things like that to me. You even see jokes like that online sometimes. I just feel like it's not funny. It's not uh, because that is rape. You know, if someone tells you I will have sex with you based on these particular conditions Mm -hmm. and you break those conditions, I'm sorry, that's rape. Now. Rape, sexual assault, however you want to phrase it, but you know, definitely that's not consent. You right. Not, it was not consented, period. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Wise. That was beautifully spoken. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> the selfishness, I get it. It's yeah, just, but I don't, I mean. Safe yeah, sex is the best sex, guys. Selfish, selfish, selfish. selfish the more you know. Brought to you by Mandina Vino. <laughs> I guess I'll take us right into <laughs> reasons why, why we, we drink. Because motherfuckers out here stealthing. all right so now we're on to our next segment reasons why we drink and um i just i think i was listening to a podcast and they were just talking about like are we not like how high are our standards are we casting the net wide enough men and women or just particularly one gender uh, i think for men and women or i mean well for us we're we're women so are we like you know if you're not finding someone are your standards too high are you like like saying like oh no they have to be at least five between five nine and five you know like are we like broadening our horizons a little bit more to find the one that we want to be with for not for the rest of our lives but you know have a, like a long relationship with or like do you guys think your standards are too high well, or Nick, like I know you're the resident relationship um <laughs> you're in the relationship what were your thoughts though before you got into a relationship did you have any thoughts about I don't want to say that my standards are low because mm-hmm. that's not nice. <laughs> but even from your past relationships, yeah. What were your standards going into that? Everybody has some I, standards that you're conscious of. Yeah, sometimes some things I think are subconscious. My, my it's, it's funny because I I don't feel like I cast it. I I don't feel that my standards were too high or that I had too many. What I felt was that I wasn't casting the net wide enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like my standards are just anybody else's standards, which is just like. Can I vibe with you? Mm-hmm. Do you have a good sense of humor? Um, do you know how to read and write? Like, can <laughs> we have a conversation? <laughs> like, my thing is, you don't have to graduate college. You don't have to go to college. But can we vibe? Like, can we have conversation? Can mm-hmm. we... Are you somebody that I can bring around my family and not feel weird about? Like, do you vibe with my friend? Height, I've dated guys tall and short. Like, build all fat in shape skinny all different like that was never a thing but like to me i just always felt like i didn't cast it wide enough so the first boyfriend was like a friend of a friend then the next boyfriend was like a really good friend and then the next boyfriend (laughs) was somebody i went to college with so it's not like i was so you're you're saying that you like kept it like close like you stayed in the same circles right and then after an age is obvious i I'd never really dated older than me. Not by too much. Yeah. Um, I dated somebody younger than me. After that breakup, I think that's when I casted my net a little bit wider. Like, I Mm -hmm. dated somebody that I would never date. That was totally off the spectrum of guys that I had dated before. Mm -hmm. The places that I was hanging out, different. The people that I was meeting, different. So that, to me, was dope. Like, it was a lot Mm -hmm. of fun. But then, like... Now I'm in a relationship with someone that I knew in high school. <laughs> so 
are, are all your friends like that kind of like uh do they like date like within friend groups no. or something um, i was about to call you like beverly hills 90210 or oh like my God, friends right? or something well, here's the, date thing, each like, other. the original <laughs> one though <laughs> yeah. our yeah the guys beverly that they hills met like my friend megan who's married <laughs> uh she met her husband through her sister because like they ran in the same group and yeah. then like my friend karina met her boyfriend at a club like he was a bouncer or some shit so he didn't necessarily go in the same group um my other friend jen met her boyfriend through i think okay keep it so okay so it's not it's like in a race it's just you but like (laughs) but i have way more experiences than they do yeah yeah, they kept it very like karina doesn't go outside the heights like i think i was telling you that she does oh yeah Mm -hmm. she met her boo at a club in the heights like Well, her dudes is so more from the heights. Like, she's definitely not casting a net. She's just like, what's your zip code? Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. (laughs) Which I have argued, I have argued with her a million times. And then I have friends who do, they only stay local. They feel anything in another borough is just a long distance relationship and they're just not ready for that. But it's like you meet the same, if you're, in the same area you're meeting the, the same, same kind of fucking guys you're n- who probably know somebody that you know you're like not meeting anybody different or new and you're not experiencing anything different or new because you like are not casting your net so you have all these standards yeah for this one area yeah and in this day and age you can literally cast a net worldwide <laughs> like you don't have to stay within your town like back in the day you had to like probably go out on a date with that boy that lived down the street but now you don't have to i had a friend whose brother <laughs> had a girlfriend from england and she like moved to jersey and then they got That's married insane. and they got married i mean they got divorced but yeah i mean, I mean it wasn't cr- like happy ending I, i'm never i'm never chilling in union city and uh so i would have never met my boyfriend it yeah. wasn't like for me doing online dating like i would have like i'm never in union city except oh, for shit, on the I bus you had a boyfriend because i was like i called the <laughs> it's all right it's okay i caught that's it but i was like, like you know what that's fine i mean but <laughs> it is true though it is why? true she's a year in so that's why <laughs> yeah, she is the resident like I, serious I, I relationship. that's why i let it go i didn't make it it was like what are bad examples you saw i just like pulled out all the examples my boyfriend was like oh shit she doesn't care about me it's fine she doesn't remember my life she digs in deep to find out all the secrets but then she forgets everything so but anyway that's fine but i'm just saying like i think just being someone who's open to online dating which i was very anti for a long time oh yeah totally i'm anti though yeah but that's because you're you're very good at meeting people no i'm not my standards she listened my standards well i told you my stupid ass standards i was like i don't like anybody shorter than me or too much younger than me i dated someone shorter and i can't i don't know if i could do short (laughs) i would just feel too tall i can't do it no but that makes you feel like a super like the guy that i I dated that was short he looked very like he was a dj who played like really big concerts he was all tatted up he was an audio guy oh you remember when we went yeah, to yeah. 345 it was terrible oh I hit, you were you hiding i was hiding oh, i was like Ugh. i need to hear more after so <laughs> it was he's like all tatted up and he was shorter than me but like anytime that i was like in heels or just like in a really fly outfit i felt like a supermodel like i didn't and i, I was like yo like this that. is mad dope. like whatever i feel mad trendy right now <laughs> <laughs> uh well i feel like in terms of casting the net wide enough, I didn't, especially in college, like I always say that if I could do college over, I would be more 
definitely more like less shy i was like yeah. way too shy i stayed in the same you know a group that i shouldn't have stayed with like if i w- branched out more and met other people right. i would not have hung out with those girls as long as i did yeah. um and also i was very big on i think i didn't like take the net back enough sometimes because i should have <laughs> like, <laughs> because i should because i was always, always big on like i remember in high school and i just want to slap my high school self um and just being like i don't want to go into hbcu because i don't think it's diverse enough and i just want to go to the school where there's so when there's all races and all cultures and i was just like so anti-hbc i know i want to smack myself too. <laughs> and 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 just like going through you know being at Rutgers and yeah it was diverse but i just you know i did start to miss like my fellow black people i did i was like in too Are late because they, no they, they heard your comment They're, from your yes school, but so. listen listen <laughs> I it is diverse but there are you know like there's a certain campus where like most black people hang out and so yeah. and if you and if like I did stay with your group that you met freshman year yeah you, that's like a more mixed bag of different people right so they're not going to be like if you're hanging out with like you know someone that's like uh Iranian and uh Cuban and they're not gonna be like let's go to the next black youth organization meeting like you have to be the one to be like I gotta go guys I'm gonna go over there and I didn't do that so for me, I feel like I didn't cast the net wide enough in terms of like, okay, you want to have those diverse friends, but also like, you know, hang out with some black folk and <laughs> hang out, you know, like hang out with some other people of color, you know, like. I didn't hang out with Spanish people until my sophomore year of yeah. college. Oh, okay. you didn't? Uh, well, I sophomore, didn't. it's pretty early. I didn't realize, I didn't come to any of these epiphanies until like but my group fucking was, senior year i was like my oh group my was god like really diverse it was like these international <laughs> girls so it was like a hawaiian a puerto rican an ethiopian and yeah, a, a was, sudanese girl like we were just like i just think it's so important because <laughs> i just think it was so so i guess in, i'm telling you like re, like lower your not lower your standards that's a bad way to say it but like but there's the realistic standards like yeah. there is such a thing as having even friendship wise you should branch out like because seriously like i was so into this like this group is good these are the theater kids like i like theater we all like theater let me stay right here and it's just like that huge ass school where i could have met so many different people i just stayed in a box and i oh so anybody that i hear like that's like getting ready to go to college and they're considering ruckers i'm just like just make sure i know yeah especially if i see them how they are in high school and they hang around a whole bunch of different people i'm like that's good that's great but just make sure that you know it's okay to go hang with black people sometimes (laughs) like it's fine like don't see it as like i'm cutting off any everybody else like well, I hang out the with. biggest thing I remember yeah. that I used to joke about was um, women always have this laundry list of like, he gotta be 5'5", five, 5'7", five, five, with brown 5'5 five, five is short. Well, I'm just, you know. <laughs> um, and then I realized, uh, yeah. to be honest, it's to be, you know, it's, I was just having this conversation with someone last night, but it was more so, you start to figure out, at least when you, you've mm-hmm. gone through the ringer with the people that you dated, what your standards become what you don't like and what you're not gonna put up with because- yeah those are the things that are more crucial and you realize it took you some time to probably get to that place of like, nah, I want, I want someone that's actually respectful because you dealt with someone that was 
uber disrespectful and like, so bad boys are not the way guys yeah, if you're not a people, true yeah, ride die, don't date a bad boy. i mean listen, i could th- i could say in my mind like i wanted a guy that was tall slender no hair on his chest um, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah i had to get over that like that was the hair that on was the chest so long. Long. no i don't know I you know, know what that taco me i had to like you know what that taco me i had to like like i really no that was something that was a deal breaker to me losing her mind over here thinking about that hairy chest the height i could deal with the hair on the chest i'm just like you don't know i got i got the super like the no it's gross that taco me which is worse but like just like like seth rogan chest hair oh no 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 it wasn't that bad steve steve carell chest hair Uh, uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> no, oh my God, no, that is disgusting. <laughs> no, it's disgusting. But yeah, I had to like. I get what you're saying though. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. So, so for me again, like I had to get rid of the tall, the slender, the slender. I like at least like they like to be fit. But again, it just end up being my focus. End up being like, how are they treating me? Because I've seen mm-hmm. people that that have run the gamut of not being fit, but I was attracted to them too. But all of them were always taller than me. And then one is maybe a couple of inches taller than me, and I would have wanted them to be a little bit taller but it's just like nah but if they treat you really well that's really that's the most really important the most standard important. you should have you know? I, I really do feel bad because it i've seen it where these really great guys like these girls and they just like oh my god he's too nice like yeah i, just, I, I hate that and that's weird like, i never felt that way but you really <laughs> so stick but okay. you really stick and deal with the dude that's like I'm a, treating a you like shit, yeah. Yeah. i'll make a comment to that so i don't necessarily know for me, it's not nice, but knowing my personality, I, I can't deal with a guy that's submissive, and I have dealt oh, with that. Oh, not submissive, no, but, definitely but not submissive. But it can come off as them being very nice, and so that could be the equivalent of, I don't want a guy that's nice, submissive. Listen, a guy's going to be nice until you cross that invisible line that he hasn't told you about yet, and if he could put you in his place respectfully, then you know you should continue fucking with Oh, that I yelled at a guy, and then I later <laughs> apologized. I, oh, I didn't mean it the first time, but I yelled at me yell like at him, a- and I was just like, that was a problem for me. Yeah, but he, but here's the other that thing too. That was a problem for Cause me. Because me and Manny, like, I <laughs> yell at him. And not just, like, cute, like, oh, my God, you're so mean. It's, like, kind of like, yo, get the fuck off me. Like, I'm a little aggressive with how I talk to him. And he just laughs. Yeah, but see, that, no, my shit was on But, like, light. he, but, like, I've gotten into arguments. And he <laughs> just laughs. But, like, if I remember one time, like, I, cross the line or I might have said something mm-hmm. in front of somebody like he's very big on like don't Do talk it. to me like that in front Word of people, people. like mm-hmm. if you're really upset Let's we're not yeah. yeah and I remember I made like a comment or something and he gave me this look and he's like don't do that again. And I was like, okay. Ooh, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, hey. Listen, listen when shit like, okay, I promise I won't. It's crazy. No, and, and shit like that, it makes sense. And yeah, but, that, but like. It makes sense. Yeah, I tell you. You that. know, you just like, what? Okay. And then you feel bad. And a little bit of healthy that. aggression is good. Yes. Yeah, healthy aggression. Like we need, don't let this walk all over you, you know. Me. And listen, I think it's but let's, I think it's on the flip side. It's the same thing for guys. I know I was I was um my my first relationship in college. The guy treated me however he wanted, and um and I let him because I didn't know better at that time. Yeah. So, but as we got older, 
I, in my mind, in my heart of hearts to this day, I don't think he will still ever be able to respect me because he remembers the 22-year-old Georgette. Mm, yeah. and, and, and I keep my distance. Like, I'll see him say hello. Maybe we'll take a picture if we're at homecoming or something like that. But it, to me, it will never be the same because I, I don't think he will ever be able to see past how I allowed him to disrespect me. And, and, it, and it bothers me. And so for me not to deal with that disrespect because I saw it, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm I guess because I had a relationship like that, like a super toxic, <laughs> toxic relationship in college. And before that, I already knew like how I wanted to be treated, how I should be. But like for some reason, I stayed in this like super toxic relationship mm-hmm. longer than I needed to. So, you know, you could still know better mm-hmm. and still somehow get sucked into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really just about finding a nice you learn from your mistakes like obviously i would now i know all the red sign the red flags to know that if it feels familiar it's because it is familiar and someone's got to go yeah uh do you guys cast the net wide enough in terms of like different races cultures or usually the ten? okay i mean they've all been some kind of spanish (laughs) <laughs> they've all been but kind they've of been like mixed. <laughs> they've always been like half of something else. Yeah, okay. The I've only did a one full blooded Puerto Rican. That's when I was like sixteen. Okay. So like, but I mean, like in, in your like, mind, like you would cast the net. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's whoever you meet that you vibe with. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I, but my preference has always been black men. I, yeah. I, I find myself attracted to them more. But I, you know, there was a good looking. Remember this good looking white guy. We made eye contact. This was a couple of years ago, and I was just like. Yeah, I felt like we looked, <laughs> we looked at each other a certain way, and then he walked off, and then I walked off, and I was just like, "Oh, I don't know what could have ever been of that." But it was it was cool to think about it for a hot second. I was just like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah. My preference is, is usually black guys, and that's who I feel like I've always been attracted to. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything uh, wrong I with like that. Spanish either. guys, they don't necessarily have to be Puerto Rican. I think that it's just culturally, like we can. Like we kind of basically grew up the same, mm-hmm. so it's like we get it and we could laugh about it and stuff. Because like even Manny's Mexican, he's not Puerto Rican, but we still have the same values and that we were raised with. But we could also joke on each other because we get it. Mm-hmm. Like we get how the family is. We get what certain holidays mean to mom and like <laughs> what you could get away with things like that, which also helps if you are taking that next step and you have a kid because then it, you kind of are able to share the same like kind of beliefs with that kid i'm not saying you can't do it in a interracial relationship but it is easier when that person mm-hmm. understands where you're coming from and then you yeah. kind of develop that but i don't i don't know like i never i just never thought like white guys were interested in me or black yes. guys really like i just oh, wasn't like they would come into me and be like like yo what's good what's the experience you want to share it wasn't experience but it was this 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 white guy older white guy was cool but similar to your point i just yeah. there was a i could tell I was just like i don't hmm. i don't see this going anywhere and i think he eventually felt that like it was cool i don't know if he thought i would just be that gullible and when we'd have sex and upon us meet each other but i met through a mutual friend so it was cool we were vibing and i was like oh yeah he worked in production and i was just like yeah i'm working on this i'm working on that and he was cool and it was different but in my back in the back of my mind i was just like you know damn well 
just like a couple years ago, like you're not interested. You know, you're like he just wanted to have sex. Or but maybe he might like from the mutual friends. I think he was interested. Maybe he liked black women. I was. I just didn't believe it personally. (laughs) You were like, "Mm." yeah. We stopped talking eventually. You guys know I don't care about like race and all. Get it, girl. You can see your neck for a while. What's your mood, girl? What's What's my mood? I have so many. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's movies and TV based. Okay. I saw A Handmaid's Tale, which is like really good. Did you guys hear of it at all? Heard of the book? It's on Hulu or Netflix? Hulu. Yeah, keep seeing it. It's really scary because okay. it's uh because it's it's based off a, a dystopian future of like women being stripped of all their rights. And so basically a handmaiden a handmaiden is someone that's basically makes babies for like the ruling class. So like you're assigned a ruling family like, and then you just try to have a baby for them. If but the it's wife, based in the future? Yeah, it's basically like saying like so they like show flashbacks of like women being let go of their jobs. It keeps building up. Like their accounts are frozen. Uh, they can't use their own money. They can't work. And then all of a sudden, it's kind. Of, it's really scary because then, of course, during like in this present day, you're like, right. what if like we're slowly building Is up? Is it to gonna that? make me like if I'm watching it with Manny? Will it make me like give him side eye like so hard? No, because there's obviously <laughs> there's obviously men who in the show as well who don't agree with that. Like she's the the lead. Elizabeth Moss is like married. Gotcha. And he's like, you know, like, why is this happening? Like, you know, yeah. so it's not. Oh, you that's know. interesting. I thought it was like, it yeah, took ba- it took place in like medieval times because of how they were dressed. No, I think it is like an older book that probably has a different time oh, frame, gotcha. but it's, it's set in present day. Um, and also, I saw Fate of the Furious. I mean, it was it was good, but you know, it's it's Fast and the Furious franchise. It's all about you know the cars and stuff like that. You're getting that generation award, uh, MTV <laughs> oh, Movie Award. Oh, that's <laughs> happening this weekend, y'all. Yeah, it is. I'm not gonna watch it. It was entertaining, and so I would I want to go to the Movie Awards. Um, I'll watch it. But anyway, it was good. Like I was entertained. That's what it's. That's what it's there for. That's true. That's that's it. At and they're good point, at doing that. At this point. At this point, I just feel like I've seen so many, so I'm not obligated to watch the rest of them. Oh no, you of course should. not. But you can you can watch you can watch. Like it I'm not gonna home. pay money. Yeah, like I'll either get the bootleg yeah, or wait for it to come get out. Get the bootleg. The, the one where Paul Walker died, that one. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So, so I've seen. Yeah, the yeah, only yeah, one I haven't okay. seen is that Tokyo Drift because I was like, sh- not come trying on. To it's part of the story. I was like, oh, um, it does with tie Bow-Wow. in. It does. It does. There's it's not not a character. If Diesel or Paul Walker are not attached to it, it is not a Fast and the Furious. <laughs> you don't have to see that. You, yeah, you just figure out how it ties in down the line. I think she should because it does tie in. Putting money in Bow Wow's hands. to watch it to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, okay. Because I watched all the movies, but besides that one and i was fine yeah i kept up with all of them i was just yeah <laughs> all right um and then there's this one movie that i don't know how i feel about it but i'm sort of interested <laughs> um it's i don't know when it's coming out but it's called 47 meters down and it has oh, Ma- it, mandy yes. moore in it and it's like the Hello. shark they go like um what do you call it shark Shack diving or something shit. and so they get in the shark cage and then the like the the thing that holds the pulls the shark cage up drops down to the bottom of the ocean yes and i was like no ma'am <laughs> it seems entertaining though so i'm a little excited about it but the acting was kind of like annoying but no ma'am no thank you but i'll probably I watch it first i'll watch First of all, let me hit you to something real quick. My <laughs> sister, my younger sister, who's the first one to jump out of a plane that got everybody excited for it. She's the reason I had to jump out of a plane. This heifer <laughs> wants to go shark nope. diving. Mm. Nobody now, could ever convince me. this motherfucking movie, <laughs> I have seen video of where oh, the yeah. shark got 
into the cage oh, and no. came out from up top. No, no. Like the person <laughs> they in kill it. The person? No, the person in it. I don't know how the fuck they avoided I it. Died. One, two. Um, <laughs> homie tried to go. Uh, what is it? not scuba? Is it scuba diving? Yeah, scuba diving. Yeah, is it scuba. Snor- when you get- okay, because it's snorkeling. Oh, so yeah, scuba diving. Okay. Um, I tried to go scuba diving one time. Uh, that did not work. You want to know why? Why did like, that work? Take a deep breath, put the thing in your mouth, and just breathe regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I was holding my breath the whole time because I couldn't figure out how to just like relax take in the air so guess what everybody down in the ocean was having mad fun <laughs> i did not get to do that so now you want me to go in a fucking cage in a breathe, ass boat breathe normally while you're looking at a shark in the eyes no hold i don't up, think hold so up, hold up. i do not trust the sea okay <laughs> i do not trust the sea 47 meters is really like deep and it's really dark like i've seen uh-huh. some oh my god nat geo shit i'm like nah nat nah. geo shit where there's shit that you <laughs> no. That you think you could only imagine living in the fucking sea that oh, yeah. can't live where anything there's light, above that yeah. because they can't deal with light. That's fucked up. <laughs> like there's no fucking way that I'm <laughs> taking funny. an excursion to fuck. No, fuck that. I will probably go see the movie because I think it's fascinating how they did the automatronic and all that shit. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And how they filmed underwater the whole time. But other than that, <laughs> you it will not make me want to swim with dolphins, shark diving. You should watch The Shallows first if you haven't. That That's the one good. Blake Lively? Yeah. No, thank you. That's another But I thought movie. you wanted to watch 47 Meters Down. I do. But like, <laughs> I'm like torn about it. Like, I really... <laughs> No, that's like real life. Like that shit could happen. If you do <laughs> and it. And I would yeah. die. I would die. I would just give up right My there. My heart would just go, all right, I we're would done. Just give up. I'd be like, ooh, I guess this is it. Uh, and I would die. Yeah. Because there's no way in hell I'm going to risk leaving. Mm-hmm. So, yep. You so know, that's how I feel about your mood, though. <laughs> <laughs> Last mood, just shout out to my little sister. She's graduating this Yay! week. Yay! Turn up. All right. Go um, ahead. Who's next? Um, I'll go next. Then we feel like she already. I know. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm like traumatized right now just thinking about the movie. <laughs> so I've decided for my next birthday, I'm going to have a prom theme. Wait, hold on. Your birthday was when? March? March. Right. I said next. So we're already thinking about. Already. This is high process. <laughs> That's funny. I want to have a prom themed birthday because oh I feel gosh. like my prom sucked. Mm. And I think it would be dope. But the catch is like whenever you graduated high school, you have to adhere to what that trend was. Oh, no. Now I'm not coming. But that means like, because <laughs> here's the thing. Like no. right now, all these uh, all these kids well, are like show so up. Not for your year, but for <laughs> Yeah, 2005 was in a terrible year. Yeah, uh. but like I think that would be so dope. That is actually a good idea. Um, so once everything comes to plan, you guys be on the lookout for invitations. But um, I just think it's I just think it's funny. I think it's so easy to get a gown now and be like fabulous. Mm -hmm. But I mean, everybody takes a look at their prom pictures and they go. So you're gonna make us relive that horror? Yes, but it's gonna be it's fun because it's around who? people you like. <laughs> Yo, shut up, Jordan. It's around people you like, and it's not gonna be so bad. And then there's gonna be a station with a corny backdrop so that people could take the awkward prom poses. I'm really excited about it. It's conjuring. It's coming. Don't worry. That's my mood. So now I'm super excited. It's about my 31. fault for bringing up that prom dress story. <laughs> yes, it. it is. The more I was like, you know what? This would be so much fun. Um. Yeah, that's that's funny. I think there's gonna be so. Dope. Her mood is to torture all of us. All no, right. what do you mean? 
that. Torturing T.I. I want to see your prom picture, girl. Right. That's oh my God. Everybody Facebook. be on the lookout. Yeah, We're gonna, I have all of them. We should, share, we should share our, our TBTs on Thursday. We should share our prom pictures. Oh, so mine's at my mom's house. I don't know. Um, I'm going to find one. My shit's, yeah. Um, my only mood is, oh, uh, mine is random. It's a hungry mood. I want some uh, red lobster biscuits. <gasps> That's it. I had it over Cheddar the weekend. Bay biscuits. So that, the funny thing is, as I was eating my solids, <laughs> Like after my wisdom teeth, I went to the, I went to the biscuits, so I want some. So I'm probably gonna order some. You know you can make them yourself if you buy the box. But why? Because they're good. Thank you. You just buy, you buy it. it. Just, just it's only like two dollars for like five biscuits. Oh, you, you can you pay for those shit? Oh, I guess if you don't. Well, sit yeah. Down. If you just yeah. yeah, you can just be like, hey, can I get? I a didn't bag know of that biscuits? they offered them to go. Like if you don't sit down. Even if you sit down, you can be like, can I get that information? Actually, no, no, no. <laughs> well, I know in Virginia you could you could buy a side if they're smart to sell them. Yeah, I think they do that here. They do. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. And even if you're at the table and you're like, can I get some biscuits to go? They will pack up some biscuits for you. Yeah, I'll pay you a little few. Dollars to so I'm I don't my need to know that ever. My cheddar bay I'm biscuits. Erase it from my mind. Listen, when you have when you're going to a dinner party, you have to bring something. Come oh, clutch. true. That's good for that reason. Comes a clutch. Just put it in a cute platter. That's funny. Like yeah. I made these from scratch, and that's they'll believe it because it's a thing. <laughs> yes. So that's it for me. All right, let's get out of here. Um, so social media, um, venting vino pod for Twitter and Facebook. Email venting and vino at Gmail. You can find me personally on Twitter at Georgette. That's where actually I've been spending more of my time. Or my website, georgettepierre.com. Um, you can find me, Tiani, at Tiani War. Oh, on Twitter, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram at Tiani War. I was thinking about something else. <laughs> Instagram at Tiani Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Yeah, it was though. I was like, shit, I really want. My dad had a choice between Olive Garden and Red Lobster for. And he picked Olive Garden? Yes. Ugh, I, I was Olive like, Garden. I wanted Cheddar Bay Biscuits. <laughs> Damn it, Jack. Good. <laughs> uh, if you guys always want to hear what I'm talking about, you guys can hit me up on Twitter at Nikki Nice. On that note, we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Bye.